You've tuned into the Are You Screening podcast, originally live and an effort to bring you instant reactions to films. We try to stick to that theory and bring you unedited, unfiltered, and largely off-the-cuff opinions of movies, along with interviews, industry news, and hopefully a lot more. Thanks for listening, and let's get right to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Are You Screening podcast. I am your host, RUScreening.com's own Mark Eastman, and with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And this week, it's uh, what everyone's been waiting for. We should have music. Like, I feel like we should, we should. Well, have there, played something. It, there actually is music before oh, is there? this starts. Oh, wow. So, there you uh, go. We've got music. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fireworks. Anyway, I'll put some music on. Right. Uh, I'll put some special music at the beginning of this. Yeah. One. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, <laughs> there. There. there now go. I'm happy. Okay. So it's the best of the year. And we were, if you are a regular listener and uh, know that you can't trust what we say is going to happen. <laughs> Ever. Right? Uh, we, we were going to do like a movie analyst. But then I, I think our list. A, our list got crazy. B, the yeah. Maze Runner was the only thing out. <laughs> yeah. Or or the only new big thing that we haven't already covered. I mean, Hostiles came out right. uh, in wide release this week. It's so and, weird. I can't remember what we've done in and, and we already did that. We did it, yeah. Uh, a long time ago. Go see Hostiles. I actually, uh, you know, yeah, it's, I, would, I would push for that. It, it is a good one. It yeah. is. Uh, and, you know, I'll tell you, coming up, too, I don't know what we're going to be doing either because... It's going to depend at least for the next like two weeks. Then after that, then there's you know some bigger stuff like uh, Black Panther comes right, out right. in a couple of weeks or it's two, really or, two soon. or three weeks. Yeah, it's, it's surprisingly it's very soon. soon. But for right now, it's like uh, Ghost Town at yeah. movie theater. They've given up now on right. you going there's to see a few. There's a You're few little ones. You're supposed to go, go catch up or <laughs> right. see Jumanji again. So. Right. There, there's a handful of. So like, I, I want to see I the commuter hit. You know, this and, a couple weird and things. And we might we might still be doing a lot of catch up. Right. And because uh, still... going back to things. Yeah. Um, so probably we're just going to cover uh, our best list, <laughs> and it's going to be hard enough. Yeah. Uh, to cover our best list. Right. And uh, our uh, my best list anyway is going to be probably kind of crazy. And it, you should uh, tell them because maybe we have new. You know, you don't really do. You're not beholden to the stuff we talk about. Right. Yours no, is. I, I mean, I, yours I, is yeah. everywhere. And I don't like lists. Yeah. So <laughs> right. I always <laughs> I don't, forget. I, don't I always like forget making to start. lists. I have, we have to. Yeah, I, I say forget that to every start year. With that. Right. Uh, that's the big kickoff uh, yeah. to our list is that you love them. And, I love, and love, love I them. hate them. You I love lists about lists. I wish you could make more lists. And I love when we get closer to this because it only makes we you could like have uh, some more lists. Yeah, I do. Uh, I that dig would it. Be good. I love um, it so much. Yeah, every th- best movies that didn't hit wide release. Best sure. movies that best films I saw on, in a hotel. Sure, sure. You know, we we could go on and on for you. Sure. I, and oh, I, love I don't love them, and especially <laughs> uh, you know, give my two cents every time we talk about this, but especially ordering them. See, that's not uh, fun. Like, like number one, maybe. <laughs> right. Like trying to trying to <laughs> yeah. say, okay, right. look, this is number one, damn it, and right. I demand this be number one. Yeah. But you know, like seven versus uh, that's, eight. That's where the fun is. That's you know, when you that's, roll up your sleeves and you wade right into just, it. That's uh, just, yeah. I wash my hands of, you know, yeah. don't email me. If you want to email me and say that was not the best movie. Because I picked number Do one. Do that, right. Then fine. We can but how have, could you we pick can this have for a talk five. about that. But if you go, yeah. look, that was seven and it should have been nine. You're like, all right. I mean, say, <laughs> go email <ahead>. you. Right? <laughs> right, email you'll, me. you'll get into I'll take them. I love them. I love that, it. That'll be great. Um, before we do <laughs> the uh, top list and kind of 
what we always do is like back and forth, you know, like yeah. number 10 and yeah. countdown and everything. But we have, uh, I have a bunch of honorable mentions. I have a few. I don't have tons, but. And, and I have to say, um, because I guess it's a good intro to doing the list, that uh, my list does not have a lot of stuff on it. And not only mm-hmm. does my list not have a lot of stuff on it, my like honorable mentions don't even have the stuff <laughs> on it, right? Yeah. Um, like, for example, you know, the post. Yeah. Uh, you know, everyone loves to a certain degree or whatever. It just really didn't do it for me. Um, I, yeah. I liked it okay, and it was fine, but all the time I was watching it, um, you know, as I think about it, as time has gone on, I think the big thing for the post for me, looking back on it now after I've digested it for a while, is all I could think is that story's more interesting than that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. somehow they took the story and made it less interesting. Yeah, and and that blew me away. At least usually the newspaper stories or this is the <clears throat> whatever. Right. They at least make the story more interesting yeah. than it is, not yeah. less right. interesting than it right. is. And this one, I don't know. They and the were irony. trying so hard yeah. to they were trying so hard to force so many like general topics into the conversation right. all at once. It's got a lot already it in about it. So you many know, things. especially today. Yeah. It's it's really contemporarily important, but and and you know there was a lot of it that was just uh, you know sort of kicking the dog in it for me. It was just like I'm just going to, you know, we're gonna have it, uh, all I could think of was at some point someone's gonna slap Meryl Streep mm-hmm. and go like, sit down, woman, or, right? You know, whatever right. is like just, some real sexist thing. Just and so like, <clears throat> you know, it's interesting. So I was ta- real quick. I was talking to someone about the post, and they were trying to figure out why they weren't wowed by it because they were saying, you know, it's not. It's very rare for me to not be in love with a Spielberg film. And I just said, sure. figure it out this way. Do you think you would have felt differently if Meryl Streep and Tom Hanks had not been in it? Right. Someone had brought more energy or more character to something because they know what they're doing. Right. And they're like, no, nah, I guess not. And I'm like, then it's the story. Then, right. then the story didn't grab you. You know, for whatever reason, you know, that's that's the angle to go on. But it was interesting to see them try to think of who to cast. Right. And, and I'm like, you could find a bunch of people that can do it, but not of their stature. Right. But I don't think it's them. I just think it's the story. So... Yeah, and and I think whether it's them or not, uh, they still could have been different. They still could have right. approached it differently, even if it was still them. Yeah, but you know, Spielberg could have said, "Do it like this." Little or, that, you know, who knows yeah. what? what Done the, the George Lucas anyway, directing. Um, also, uh, other things like Shape of Water. Yeah, is not on my list, right. even though even though I I like a lot of things about it. I've come to liking that more and more. Yeah, ultimately for me. Um, it's weird for me because I have come to appreciate it in certain ways even more. Yeah. But ultimately like it even less because for yeah. me, I don't I know like, I don't like the story. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't like all of the, uh, you know, goofy things in the story. The further away I am from it, the more they just stand out for me. Right. <clears throat> where there are like, you know, huge chunks of the story that just shouldn't take place. Yeah. Then I can't get. It's sort of like right. Star Wars, you know. We go on the big red herring. That just gets more irritating for me right, right. Uh, as time goes on. Anyway, right. Um, but I really, I really like a lot of it. But anyway, so there's just in general, there's a lot of big things that are not going to be on my list yeah. that people and are talking. about. Conversely, I stick to the things that we've done on the podcast most of the time, almost all the time. 
So, you know, I feel like if we're a band, somebody comes to hear the greatest hits, they're going to get it from my side of the table because right, I'm right. going to put, you know, the big films that we saw. Right. And I'm playing. And the you're and you're the new music. You, you know, and you're before. the you're, you know you guys are here to hit hear the hits, but we got a lot of new stuff we want to hear. Right. So, but we have to make some of that. Right. Sure. Right. Uh, yeah. So when so I, I usually when call. I do the list, it's uh, basically everything right. except for grabs. And even still, before you send us letters, right. you know, we didn't see every movie that no. ever came out. Even between the, the two of us, there's a bunch of stuff we didn't get to. Um, but for the most part, you really stick to your guns with we have to have covered it on I try the show. To. Yeah. Even if that means that it was one of the shows where we even, did like three things and, <laughs> and even if it only it, got ten a, minutes. There's a rare time. I remember, I think it was not last year. I think it was the year before. There was something that we saw off a screener and we hadn't done the actual review of it yet but it was so good I'm like that can't not be in right, here right. it's too good it's gotta, so every once in a while count, every sure. once in a while it but has to come time, in I think everything that's on my list is what we did on the show all right. I think, so it makes it kind of I mean you'll I'll you'll get nauseous rolling your eyes because there's a lot of stuff that right. you're like oh god right so but it's in there so. because mother is <laughs> well and, and it's easy I don't know how you do the lists but as a quick thing for everybody, the easiest thing that I do, but it isn't the defining thing, is I take every film that we've seen and I, you know, over the course of the year, I write down what we grade it. And then I just call two sides what's below five and what's over five. Right. What is now 10 to eight. Make make sure those are separate because those are probably the best films we've seen right. if you believe our ratings. They better and, have, they better have some, and, and, something. And then I give it close, like a quick right. cursory glance because every once in a while, there's something that maybe we'll have rated like seven and a half that I think is absolutely great. It just had some stupid thing. Right, right. And that might sneak in. But I, I don't then rate 10 to 8. Sometimes the 10 might be third because right. I like the 8 better. And know? But that's and, usually how I do it. So And even though we don't need to probably babble about yeah. ratings oh, and making do. This lists is about forever, lists. right? Yeah. But uh, I do want to say, because I'll just try to nip a few of the emails in the bud. <laughs> you must be getting good at this because they uh, come all the time. Last, last year, yeah. after we did all our lists, for like a... For like a month after we did our best, our worst, and our awards. Yep. And then for like a month after that, we had a pretty big spike in emails that we yeah, right. Just get, I love it. You're stupid. And, right. I can't believe you, you guys. Know, What's the matter with you? This is this. <clears throat> Rewatch this. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, anyway, but so <laughs> I love those. When we make our list, and I think we both do this, and maybe I do it more than you, uh, but since you were just talking about what we rate things and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't make lists considering myself to be in any way beholding to the ratings that I've right. given a movie, right? <clears throat> right. So I don't just rate all the movies and then at the end of the year go, well, my best list is right. Clearly, ten, ten, eight, like nine, it's already nine, yeah. been made, right? right? right. It's just right. <laughs> take whatever it's been rated. So yeah. <clears throat> there could be a movie that we rate. You know, I might rate a movie nine. It's not on the list, but right. there's like two sevens or two eights or you know whatever it right. might be, right? Right. Um, just for whatever reason, things get on the list, and then there you go. Yeah, and you just have to deal with the list. Uh, so. It's interesting you say that because I've got a side note here. I don't know if you want me to read it first or last or not at all, not but I have, I have noted Mark's interesting takes. There are four films that you rated very high, and I wrote them down purposefully because I'm like, they're not making his list. Because they're not going to be on his list. They're not going to be on his list. Right. One might be, but the right. others, right. no. 
Well, and see, I'll tell you. And I don't mean very high, like seven. I mean, like, these are nines. I'll tell you one thing that just, like, kind of jumps out at me Mm -hmm. in thinking about it is that there are movies like uh, Logan and Wonder Woman right. that I probably rated really, really high, right. That they're, they're, but they're not on my list yeah. because they're still... Logan is one. You gave Logan a nine and a half. They're just in a, they're just in a different place. Right. I got Logan on my list, you know, Notable. of... of yeah, uh, the notables, yeah. Of not right. quites or whatever. <laughs> but man, Logan was really good. It, 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 yeah. But even still, it's just... Right, uh, and I feel the same y- way. Uh, like on a different day, if I was in a different <laughs> mood and had to make the list... Yeah. You know, maybe I'd go, man, I want to watch Logan again. It, and then boom, it'd be. And if list. anybody out there, I can't imagine anyone out there, but me would do this. But if anyone out there actually does keep track of what we rate films. Yeah, that's a great disclaimer. Because even I, who use the list as a bit of a, like a downering rod, like to figure out where things are. I don't, I'm not beholden. Oh, I gave that a 10. That's got to be number one. Right. I don't right. do that. Right. You know, I, and looking back over the list, I'm like. I like this film better than that one. Right. I think that's better. And, you know? and, and, and that's you know ultimately the, what the know, best is. The thing is. is, for me, I there's no explaining making your choices and everything. But yeah. uh, for me, since we've talked about this in the last few shows uh, a few different times, I feel like there's just a different you know, level of difficulty in the score yeah. <laughs> yeah. that then like gets things on the list. Sure. Or, you yeah. Know, awesome. Anyway, all right. So uh, I have some honorable mentions that I wanted right. to talk about. Let's and one them. of them was Hostiles. Oh yeah. Um, well, that's interesting. Because uh, uh mostly because I I liked the movie. Uh I had problems with it. Yeah. I had some problems with the story and uh especially some of the parts that were so slow. Yeah. Um but anyway, but just in general, I had some problems with the story and uh but I loved Christian Bale in it and I loved his character. I mm-hmm. loved Rosamund Pike in it yeah. and as I get more and more removed from it, I just want people to watch it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> more than me I, too. more than I necessarily want to like change my grade or right, say right. it's even better now than it was before. But right. I just want people to watch it. So anyway, uh, that's a really good one, and I don't feel like it's getting a lot of attention anyway. So yeah. it, it doesn't have a big marketing push behind it. So yeah. anyway, go see that. Um, yeah. And then Logan, as I already mentioned, that's on my yeah. Uh, you know, worthy of note, uh, colossal. Yeah. Right. Is and Hathaway's. One that, uh, I think could have got some more attention. It's just too screwy. Yeah. And in the end, uh, like the last 20 minutes of the movie, I don't really like, uh, the last 20 minutes are kind of, uh, just get me out of here. They're just, you know, it's very obvious and easy and, yeah, right, <laughs> and stuff right. like that. Um, but the rest of the movie, it's just, right. it's like screwball and yeah. it's like really fun and it's that's cool, completely crazy. Yeah, but, <laughs> but it's an interesting movie. And then I also put Okja on there, right? Uh, because that, that was really fun and crazy and, and a good time uh, and a good movie. I put Atomic Blonde, which yep. could actually probably be another one of those movies because I know I rated you that, rated that pretty uh, high, I rated that pretty high, eight and a half or nine. I can't I remember. I still which. had some problems with that <clears> one too, yeah, and there were. That was one that I wished so hard was ten. Yeah, uh, me too. I'm like, man, you could have just. I remember we were both pretty psyched just for that. Been a few more things yeah. different, and and but still, it was uh, it was really good. Yeah. And then uh, call me by your name. That's a little surprising. I a, thought that might another, make your list. Another wow. movie that uh, is no kidding, man, going to be on tons of people's lists. <clears throat> yeah, and getting nominated for everything. You know, it just I, didn't, th- I really it thought that was going to hit quite your list. hit me. Yeah, 
uh, enough. It, it's still good. There's a lot of parts of it that I feel like, and you know, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like if it was politically correct to note these problems with the movies, right? People would note them, right? <laughs> you know right. what I mean. And but if we're it, still touching if it from was distances. A, if yeah. it was a different movie, people would look at some parts of this movie and say, "Ah, you yeah, know, that yep. that scene's really <clears throat> kind of." Too much or not, yeah, fake goofy and, yeah, or you know right. whatever. Yep, but know what anyway, mean. can't say it now though. <clears throat> right? No. And then okay, uh, good time. That's the uh, mm-hmm. Robert Pattinson movie. That one yep. came pretty close actually because I'm seeing that on a bunch of lists. That's kind of screwy, fun, and and crazy, and you know, kind of like just didn't quite get there. Yep. And then uh, Darkest Hour. Did not wow, quite I, make my I list. I strangely either. thought I actually thought that was going to make your list, or at least pull in at like eleven or twelve. I, if, I thought that was so I close. Could it? It is. It's really close. Because you you really really dug really that. Close. Yeah. If I could somehow, mm. that's interesting. Rate a little higher on just yeah. his performance, right? And that count for right. like the whole movie, it would be there because I just thought he was so good. He is great. And the thing that's weird yeah. about his performance <clears throat> there too, it's sort of like when there is a movie and there's an actor that I just can't stand. Right. And I go, but that movie was awesome. It's like they're <laughs> right. doing even right. better because yeah. they're trying hard against me. Yeah. And with Gary Oldman, I'm a huge fan of Gary Oldman, actually. I've loved him since like Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are right. dead. Uh, but I went into this movie thinking that he was not going to be a great fit for this role. Yeah. Just, you know, not for right. any specific reason. Just he just didn't seem like the guy that right. I would pick or whatever. And yeah. not because we have to put a bunch of makeup on him. No. But it, just you know. because he. I don't know. They could make you and I look like and Churchill totally at this point. totally won me over yeah. like crazy. Yeah. It was uh, bonkers. But yeah. anyway, and then uh, just a couple more. Ingrid Goes West. Yeah. Uh, which is not exactly super close probably to making it to the list. Sure. But, but that's a notable. movie that is yeah. uh, weirdly fun and uh, it, it's a <laughs> – I don't even know if we ever talked about that movie at all. I don't think we did. But it's about uh, it's about crazy stalker chick, and I, I mean it's so it's you can't even describe it. It's yeah. so weird, um, but it is uh, it's wildly honest about just life. Yeah. Even though you don't want to say, yeah, that's how life is because she's a crazy stalker, right? So, right. And if you so, admit it, then so you have to you don't want to say, yeah, yeah right. that's sure, right. yeah. Um, and then, uh, finally a quiet passion, which is, uh, the what? Dickinson movie. It's the movie oh, about, yeah. Uh, yeah. her life and everything. Yeah. That was and good. Then, and then it's oddly not right. actually. So that's <laughs> it's enough to get you in the seat. That's actually then... what I think is really, oh, that's interesting. uh, stands out about that. That movie is that it obviously is. Sure. <laughs> and it's just every, everything about her life. Yeah. And, uh, she's kind of a crazy person. Uh, yeah. In reality, I mean, she was kind anyway. of a crazy person, right? right? Um, you know, I don't know, not in a bad way or <laughs> whatever you're supposed we're to say about that. Right? Is, we're not judging. We're not. There's no judgment. Um, but the movie is like oddly not. It's really slow and probably not for everyone and yeah. hard to watch and everything. Yeah. Um, it's not uh, like this versus Guardians of the Galaxy. It's no Fury right? Road. Yeah. Um, but it was. Uh, it was really fun. It was a really great performance. And actually, I can't remember 
I can't remember her name, the lady who's in it, but she's uh, she's like one of the Sex in the City people, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I d- yeah. Um, I don't remember her name, hmm. but anyway, uh, that one's really good, and you should check it out um, if you ever get the chance. Yeah. But anyway, so that's the <laughs> that's you know, the honorable mention. Didn't yeah. quite make the list. List. Uh, let's see. I don't have. I think I have like ten. Um, and and in no real discernible order except that maybe these are actually chronological it seems like i i wrote them that way uh john wick chapter two yeah which i strangely loved and didn't think uh, you know uh, we both I, dug I, the hell I out almost, of it but i almost put that on my list too except that it, it you know over time i just like the first one so much more i i agree that yeah it, and i'm i'm so excited for all the stuff that's spinning off from it because right, i actually very TV much love i love that world that so much great. There was there's a film on here that I saw at the start of the year that that counts, but uh, I don't think we ever talked about it. it. Was you you gave it to me? It was Green Room. It was Anton Yelton's oh, yeah, last yeah. film. I loved that film. It's just like a horror, not like a monster horror film, but like a horror that's thing. Last year, but I think it's technically last year. But I still. didn't see it. I added it on my list. Um, it, I think I saw it on New one Year's of Day. Those ones that it was like I saw it on New Year's Day, so I'm like it counts. Right, but right. I but it. It didn't make it for a number of small things. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Atomic Blonde. I had Wind River down. Um, that would have been really low on a 15 or 20. Right. But I really liked Wind River. I don't, And I don't even know why because it had everything in it that I usually don't like in right. movies. A lot of pretentious snowmobiling which shots is, which and is weird like, things. Uh, like, like I was saying, that sometimes that it's, gives you the kick that you need when it's a movie that's you don't. Yeah. think you should like and, and it makes you like it anyway and our it big problem something right the biggest problem i'll never forget is this big you know standoff that just doesn't happen in the real world that's <laughs> right, somebody right. who's watched too many looney tunes cartoons and they're like well i guess this is how it happens I'm like right. to hell with you right i'm a federal agent you're all dead <laughs> like that's it but i liked i like jeremy renner and elizabeth olsen so much in it and i kind of thought it was atmospheric and it carried a long way um i i considered it because I had a lot of fun with it. I thought um, about it too, but then I, I had some problems with it. Yeah, you know, and it, it yeah. just. But it, it, but it's still it, it's really in the it's end, really good and it's really fun. <clears throat> yeah, in the end, I have all these films and I'm looking at what I think is ten. I haven't put them in order yet, and I'm like, is it better than any of these other ten? Right. No. Yeah. You know, they, they it might be eleven. There right. might be thirteen. Right. I don't know, but it didn't make the ten. Uh, the same with the killing of a sacred deer, which I had a lot of fun. I really like that guy's work. Yeah, and I've got to go see. I've skipped. Uh, I've missed his first film that you told Dog me Tooth. that was absolutely yeah. like probably better than the Lobster. And yeah. if I think that this is not as good, I like the Lobster better than this, but I still like this very much. Then I got to see Dog Tooth right. just because right. now I got to finish all this stuff with him. Uh, the Disaster Artist didn't make it. Wonder Woman didn't make it, and. Um, the film that I thought would definitely make my list this year didn't is Blade Runner 2049. Yeah. Yeah. I thought a lot about Blade Runner too. And it's actually kind of funny that, uh, Villanueva just was, had the thing. He was just in some interview where he said the only reason that, Oh, I didn't see this, that it's not, uh, being considered for like best picture or for like various things is that it didn't do well enough at the box office because it did not. That's not really fair though. It did not, it did not meet the expectations that you would think Mm. a movie would get with the popularity of Blade Runner itself. You would think that it would crush. Right. And 
I mean, it's not like it lost money or anything. No, it and it made, didn't. It, it didn't it do made, badly. It made plenty of money, right? But it did not like take over, right? Uh, and make tons of money, and I guess sort of immediately become just this cultural right. thing, and everyone yeah. had to see it. Which you might have expected, sure, but that's uh, not that's but, not. <laughs> but yeah, he just. Uh, I'd point him to the piano. In, he was just in some interview where he said, uh, "It if it, be, it's because of what it is, though. It's not like you yeah. can't compare it to the piano. It's like it's no, but I'm saying like even because even of Manchester w- because by the of sea, what it is, like, and it had to do better. Yeah. It didn't have to do better than any other movie that gets awards or anything, but because of what it is, because it's a sequel I get it. to that, yeah. it had to do even better, or people are not going to take it seriously. I mean, in some way, it had to be Fury Road. Yeah. Like, it has to be monumental right. and money-making, right. and everyone's like, we can't not acknowledge this. But, right. Yeah. And, uh, and, and but I don't believe for a second that. that box office I dictates nominations. I thought about nominations. that movie for a while, uh, but at the end of the day, I just didn't like it that much. Yeah. And I really wanted to. I really wanted to. And, uh, you know, that's probably one of those things where it's hard to say that I'm being objective about that movie, you know, because I had expectations through the roof. Yeah, I right. wanted it to I, be great. I did too. <clears throat> uh, I, yeah. ex- I expected it to be great too from a lot of the trailers that I saw. Yeah. And, uh, it, you know, it had people that I like yeah. and the whole thing. And then it just didn't come together. Right. So, all right. Anyway, so on to the list. All right. Here we and, go. And uh, we're just going to, we're going to go back and forth and we'll do like, you know, little quick who goes first, who, stuff, who goes yeah. second, and we'll switch things around. All sure. right. So, I'll start off with my 10. I have my, my secret paper. You got your secret list. I got my secret phone. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. My number 10 is the Florida Project. Yeah. Uh, and uh, not that that's not getting any attention. So I said right. at the beginning that I have all these movies that, you <laughs> right. know, whatever. Um, the Florida Project is kind of getting attention, but it's really only getting attention for Willem Dafoe. Right. And then he keeps ending up not winning. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. like six months ago, five months ago, whatever, you, you know, the the conversation was just all him. Right. And three billboards had not quite like kicked, kicked off. It, yeah. But if you went back that far and you went to you know like online places that are trying to predict things and all all the critics trying to go, this is what's going to win or whatever. Yeah. Uh, it was all about Willem Dafoe. Right. Uh, it, like had that locked up. And then three billboards like took off. Yep. And and then you know the conversation shifted enough that uh, that was that both the Golden Globes and the Critics' Choice uh, went to Sam Rockwell. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think uh, Willem Dafoe has got to be uh, drinking himself into super <laughs> right. Yeah. I had it. Right. He's like, I was in. Uh, so who knows what will happen <laughs> with the Oscars. Um, and this is, as we've said, a really crazy year for votes getting split. Yeah. Massively in lots of things. Um, in some of them, things seem pretty locked, but in a lot of categories, it seems like it's the 27% right. vote right. or whatever. It's, that's going to win. things. Yeah. Um, and this, I've got to think, is one where even the ones he lost, it was close. Yeah, I think <laughs> I got to think so. And it probably wasn't twenty seven percent because I don't think it was split a lot of different ways. Right. But I think it was I think probably it's a, lot a close vote, and yeah. it wasn't you know like ninety percent for Sam Rockwell or whatever. Yeah. Um, Willem Dafoe is awesome in this movie. Yeah. And the movie, 
uh, you were talking about watching this uh, not long ago just with me. Yeah. And you said, like, you were kind of surprised how much it, it just kind of stuck with you. Yeah. And this, for me, this is like the anti-me movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, the movie is almost right. custom-made for me to not like it. Right. And, and for me to just think that it's boring drivel of... I mean, it might as well be like a Michael Moore movie or something for me to <laughs> like, right. like it less. Right. Um, but everyone in it is like fascinating. It's bizarre. It's hard with the kids. We're we're sticklers with kids. We'll right. I, right. I feel like in some strange way we allow kids an incredible amount of leeway because they're children, and we understand that it's really hard to get a, a effective child actor. Especially right, if right. you're making them do things that are Especially, beyond their yeah, age. depending on what they're doing. And in this right, one, it's right. easy because they've just got to be, you know, you got to get a six-year-old to be a six-year-old. How hard is that? Well, that's friggin' hard. <laughs> right. You know, but the difficulty with so much of it being the kids, I expect the adults to nail their parts. Right. You know, what are you doing in acting if you're not? But still, the more you know about, like, how Sean Baker cast, and, I mean, not Willem Dafoe specifically, but, like, the kids' parents, you know, finding... finding um, Mooney's mom on like Instagram, right? You know, and basically just saying like, "I want to put you in a film." She's like, "All right," you know. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. "Holy crap!" Like, yeah. this is insane. And, it, it's really amazing. And yeah. uh, you know, the story of the movie for me, it was kind of funny when I finished watching uh, this one. The first thing that I thought, because we talk about it all the time, and we've talked about our ratings and everything, but it's not always the first thing I thought, but it like jumped out at me. The first thing I thought was how well is this movie being what it's trying to be? Yeah. Right. And I was like, Jesus, like a hundred. Right. I mean, <laughs> on a scale of one to 10, <laughs> right. there is no number. It's, yeah. it's everything like, it wants oh to be. Oh my God. You know, it's, did it's you see, so crazy. did you see Sean Baker's uh, first film? Cause obviously he did a film. We both were crazy about with Tangerine. Right, you know, we right. like Tangerine very much. He's done the Florida Project. What's it's the other one? It's about um, a not, starlet. Sure now. I'm thinking it's it's a young a young woman and an old woman, and one of them, one of them's either a prostitute or porn actress. And there's like this. And now I'm thinking, no, I, don't I, think I, so. I can imagine how exactly this film is going to be because I know how Sean right. Baker makes his films. I can't wait to go see this. Right. Like this is absolutely like another actor, uh, another director who's made something that I missed this year. That I'm like, it, and he didn't make it this year. This is a few years right. ago. But now that I'm like two for now two I have with to him, go find out, and I really right. have liked his last two for two films. Like I've got to go see Starlet because it sounds like such an interesting thing. So I just didn't know if it was like Dogtooth. Like if I was like missing another yeah, no, obvious I, I, one. No, I haven't seen it. Um, anyway, so that's my ten. It's uh, <clears throat> it's a movie that God, I wish would get some more attention other than the fact that people will talk about Willem Dafoe, right? Because even as far as awards go and as far as uh, liking Willem Dafoe and look, he's getting nominated, so maybe you should see it. But, you know, no one is trying to get me to see this movie. Yeah. And right. And it, it's and that's a shame. It, it, it's awful because it would right? do it would do so well if it pushed a bit and people gave it a bit. Right. Like, I think if people meet it halfway in the middle, they'll be so happy that they check it's gonna it out. Be, it's going to be one of those movies that is. You know, I when it comes on video mm -hmm. or something, you know, people are going to eat it up and it's going to get new life. But still, yeah. I want it to get first life. If it somewhere. picked up, if yeah, if it picked up any award from the Oscars, that will push a bit, you right. know, because everyone right. will be like, I guess we got to check this out. But um, ten for me is Dunkirk, which is a little funny because uh, 
I've seen so many lists where it's number one for everybody. Right. That's another one of my didn't make the list. And and movies. we we separated a bit in it. There's a bit of Christopher Nolan bias for me, but even if it hadn't been Christopher Nolan, there was enough there was enough of interest in the film as an actual film that held my interest for the seven hours it ran. Right. You know, and and I still I still like one of the litmus tests for me in my list is, you know, how much did I think about it after I saw it? You right, know, did right. it stay with me? Because some films are really great. And I never think about them again. Right. And I'm and thinking, then, how great a, of a movie is that? And then a couple years later, you get reminded of it. Yeah. And you go, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I one. saw that. But, Someone will say, did you see this? Nothing. And I'm like, yeah, I saw Tangerine. Right. Uh, that was shot on an iPhone. If I can just tell you some nick about it, you know, like Boyhood, I'm like, that film sucked. Right. And here's why. Then, But if I don't think about it often, it has no chance. I thought about Dunkirk a bit, you know, you know and for me, it, it came in, it, it, it almost didn't make the list though. It came so right. close to getting pushed off. I put Dunkirk in as my last effort, not because I work one to 10. I actually usually work 10 up, right. um, but it, it came really close to getting pushed off. I think I cut and pasted it two or three times. In yeah. And out. Yeah. And you know, for me, it, it had, uh, it, it was more of a problem. I, I yeah. did actually <laughs> think about the movie, but all I thought about was, things i didn't like right right occasionally i would think of stuff that i did like when somebody was trying to get me to talk about the movie <laughs> right and, when we had to sit and, for and an there, hour there were some things yeah. that i liked about it and it's a movie that people have asked me about a thousand times this year yeah you know everybody wants to know what you think about right. dunkirk and i would think about some of the stuff that i liked about it but mostly when I did think about it it was you know what stuck with me was a lot of the things that i didn't like yeah. and the negatives and and the worst thing for me, and it just keeps pushing the movie down, like it's not even in right. my honorable mentions. Right, right? I know, yeah. Um, is if, if this guy, the main guy that we're focusing on, if he would have just been further away from death more of the time. More, right. If he would have somehow been involved in things yeah. from afar. <clears throat> yep. A little more, right? Like he could, a al witness. he could almost die a right. couple of times. He has because it's a war, right? And people are almost dying yep. all over the place. But every time he almost dies and comes really close <laughs> to dying, yeah, there's somebody else who's far away, right? Right? <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Who's not in imminent danger? Yeah, but it, but it's not him, <laughs> right? Like be that guy. Everything that happens, yeah. and I'm, and you know, for me, that just really pulled me so far out of yeah, the movie. I know what you mean. That, you know, now it's just like a story about <laughs> the magic boy. The or Forrest whatever. Gump of Dunkirk, it, yeah. It, when when the person, and, and mm -hmm. especially since it's called Dunkirk, I know, really, right. you know, in a weird way. Yeah. Because if you're going to make a movie about this person, then really you have to call it something like that, right? Right. You, right. <laughs> you have to not pretend yeah. that it's not about this magic person, right? Right. Like if... He's an old man in like a retirement home, right? And he at some point is right. Sure. And you go <laughs> talk to him. He's the crazy old guy that no one believes any of his stories, right? Right. <laughs> because yeah, he's like bullets were this the close. Nurse, yeah, yeah, the right. nurses are all like, he died like forty times right. in World War Two, right? But, in one weekend, you know, <laughs> right? Right. So, anyway, anyway, I don't know. that was that but was my not time. that that's like the you know kiss of death for the movie or something. No. But other things like that that I don't well, like about the movie, those are the things that I really that thought you, a lot when you about. Think of, right, because I yeah. think of, when I think of the film, some of the things that come to mind are, you know, the beginning, the the thoughts of, uh, well, I won't go through all this stuff, but I know one of the things when we talk about it, 
and when we did talk about it, like the underwater scene was unbelievable for you, you know, and I think right. that's a that's a thing that sticks up for me later when Tom Hardy makes this incredible decision and he does it just with his eyes. Like right. that for me, that's the like so when when it's it's interesting in some level. I, I, I liked when we focused on the boat. Yeah. Except right. that I'm not a huge Cillian Murphy fan. I know either. I know. But but I liked the parts when we were like on the boat. Yeah. And I liked I liked uh even though I don't really like Cillian Murphy too much, I liked his character and I liked right. this whole no, we're not right. going back. Guess what? Like, That's not happening. Yeah, <laughs> it's interesting when two people watch a film at the same time that are of similar mindsets and requirements, and then they just drift because right. something happens for you that matters more or me, and I'm like, I hate this music. This sucks. The, the film's a four now, you know. And you're like, wow, right. don't <laughs> listen to the music, you know. <laughs> right. so, anyway. so that was my ten. All right. Uh, okay, so that's 10. Uh, all right, what's your nine? My nine for me is The Florida Project. Oh, there and, you go. And the only other thing I'll say quick about The Florida Project, because we just did it, is that um, it was it was a film that took a bit for me to get into. It's not terribly super long, um, but it's not, I mean, it's not an 80-minute movie either. I didn't like the beginning, and I'm not entirely sure I like the end end like the very end. the very yeah. end i understand what what's happening and i get that that's the story that he put himself in when he put these characters on this path but i think the end is very difficult for reasons when i'm watching the film i'm like that doesn't make any sense you would do this um however there's like an hour and 20 an hour and 30 minutes in there that is absolutely stellar and i quickly cared about everybody in the film even though they're horribly faulted across the border and I feel for Willem Dafoe because he's got like such an incredible performance that seems just like he just showed up. Right. He just right. walked away from craft service and did a couple things. And I'm like, maybe, <laughs> but that guy is so easily like identifiable and yeah. sympathetic. And, it, I, and the parallels that Sean actually has in the film where you think, you know, like he's the big man running up everything. And then his boss shows up and he's hustling to pick up garbage. And right. you realize he's the tenant of this guy's life, you know, it's, right. it's a really layered, thoughtful, nuanced piece that happens to have kids that don't drive me crazy <laughs> yet. They drive me crazy. Cause they're, you know, they're really kids, right. you know, it's just the level it, of difficulty with that is like 11. It's that, great. Uh, you know, when you see those things on, you, you see this on the internet all the time, uh, like people who almost had roles in yeah. whatever movie. Yeah. And it's like it was really close, and it was almost, you know, Johnny Depp as right. whatever so or something, so. yeah. or it was right. almost, <laughs> yeah. you know, whatever. And you're like, oh my god, that would have ruined the movie, or you know, it was right. almost like uh, John Cryer as Ferris Bueller, <laughs> right, right. And you're like, oh my god, that what a different world we'd be in, or yeah. you know, whatever. And and I usually don't think much about uh, who else might have been in a movie or things like that. Mm-hmm. But when I was watching this movie, I was like, man, if this was anyone but Willem Dafoe, yeah. I, I might not like the movie at all. Yeah, <laughs> it, I had it, reached... might, it might take apart the whole movie right. for me it, if it's somebody weird. didn't nail that He's so well. And, it, and maybe it could have been somebody else, but somebody else who would have been that good at it, who right. would have made that role perfect. Because if that... I, I mean, like the whole time I'm, I'm watching the movie... And right when it ended, I'm thinking if that role had not been yeah. a ten in itself, right? Man, the whole movie could have right. been like six. I had reached maybe. a crescendo of 
feeling like I couldn't like the film anymore because I'm I'm watching the film. I'm like, this is so solid. This is so right. good. And then like this random guy approaches these kids at the hotel and Willem Dafoe has this extended scene trying to figure out oh, who yeah, he yeah. is. And I just put everything down and sat up and I went, fuck you. I'm <laughs> now into this like 11. What is this? Right. It just kept upping things slightly and meeting the expectation and then going on to the next elevated like moment of drama. And I'm like, holy crap. Yeah. This guy is like, it's and it's so weird because he cast mostly unknown people. And or at least mostly unknown to me. I don't. And know, maybe they do theater and or something. He's but like, but it's it's immediately incredible. the person that you want to see the, in his next five movies. I, I do. And <laughs> it, real quick to get off it fast is when Willem Dafoe first shows up and talks about the kids, you know, doing something wrong, which is something he feels like you know he does every scene he's in. I'm like, oh yeah, there's Willem Dafoe. He's supposed to be really good in this. Twenty or thirty minutes later, I'm just watching the guy. Like right. I, I don't just see Willem Dafoe making appearances. He's like this guy, and it's so, and it's bolstered somewhat by all these unidentifiable actors who are also doing really well. But I'm just forgetting that it's Willem Dafoe, even though I know it's obviously Willem Dafoe. Right. But it's not, not like one of these. It's not like the Orient Express where I'm like, well, <laughs> there's Tom Cruise doing something again, you know. So anyway, that was my number nine. All right, my number nine is in the fade. Uh, it's the uh, German foreign language movie that uh, so far... Fancy foreign film. So far has won <laughs> uh, the Golden Globe and the Critics' Choice and kind of overtook the conversation from The Square, which yeah. is the same sort of thing with Willem Dafoe <coughs> and, and, and his now competition with Sam Rockwell. Yeah. Like six months ago, there was no competition. It was like Willem right, Dafoe it was, was going to win. And the square was all. And six months ago, it was all the square. And yeah. I think that there was, I think that it was both good and bad at different points in the conversation that the square is from Sweden. Uh, because uh, Sweden has had like a run yeah. of a few years where everybody loves the movie, even if it doesn't necessarily win. Right, right. right. Um, whatever the pick is for the Swedish foreign language movie for like the last three or four years, everyone has loved. Yeah. And so I think at first that helped and everyone went, the square. Oh, yeah. Hooray, right. look, sweet. <laughs> right. And then I think after a while people went, well, wait, are there any other good options? Because it's just always people right. talking about Sweden. Right. So it's, I don't know. It's very, that could all just be in my mind. But uh, anyway, but the movie is, um, like I said, the the German foreign language film, and not only, uh, not only did it get nominated for that, but there was there was some talk Jeez. not too long ago that we might bust through the like foreign language nominations for actress, right? Uh, because she's so good in this movie that it's like bonkers. It's in, yeah, <laughs> it deserves <laughs> it's, notice. It's, yeah, it's insane. Um, and I wonder at this point now if, if the conversation can possibly shift, yeah. uh, backs, it, it could be that now this has locked up the Oscars because, wow. yeah. because it's just what everyone's talking about now. Right. And it's, it's really good. And I'm not going to even get into like a whole review of the movie yeah. or anything, but it's, uh, it's oh, wow. so good. It's really just focused on her and her character, and it's like it's brilliantly written. 
and you know it's a foreign movie so no one's gonna want to watch it anyway huh. but <laughs> yeah but right. it but it is it is really really good yeah all right uh so let's see so your you number eight went, so my number eight is the phantom thread yeah and we didn't really cover that and right. you haven't seen it i haven't seen it yet uh and i i kind of you know, I saw it like at the last minute. I saw like most of it a long time ago. Yeah, right. You would see, yeah, <laughs> which is right. like the hell of uh, nominating time, right? right? Because you can't watch everything, right. <laughs> and uh, going through the year, you can't watch everything, and then you got to watch everything. Plus, you got to watch everything that doesn't really even come out for two months, <laughs> <laughs> right? So that means you have to watch. Plus, the stuff that comes out then. Yeah. And so you have to watch like everything. So I saw a lot of the movie a kind of a long time ago. Right. Um, and it's kind of exactly weirdly the movie that you expect. Uh, it, this That's is, both good and bad for me. <laughs> right. This is a movie where, you know, we talk about the trailers uh, for movies sometimes. Yeah. This is a movie where if you see the trailer and you don't like that. Right. Right. You, <laughs> you're stay getting... the hell away from the movie because... That's really kind of exactly what it is. And that's even a weird statement because the trailer doesn't tell you very much. Right. Uh, but you you know, and and the movie's been nominated for uh, director and I'm pretty sure for Best Picture, Oscar. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, Daniel Day-Lewis. And Daniel Day-Lewis in this movie, uh, this is w- one of the weird things. It's weird how everything we talk about during this list we're going to talk about like 10 times. Right. But, right. Uh, but Daniel day Lewis is a person that I don't like. I don't, yeah. I don't really like him. I don't like a lot of his movies. Everyone loves him and thinks that he's awesome. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think he's good. Right. <laughs> I think he's a good actor. The only time I've really <clears throat> liked him, uh, is last of the Mohicans. Really? Yeah. Huh? And not a my left foot, not no, a in the name of the father, not no. you know, not a level of difficulty. No. I know you didn't like Gangs in New York at all. No, I didn't. So I mean, I, <laughs> no, I remember. Like I was like, how can you not like any part of that? No, you're like easily, I, it sucked. I did. <laughs> you know, you're like, let me tell I, you, how. I did. I, I might have liked some of his movies, okay. Yeah, right. but not the but I didn't level love that everyone him else in them. To be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Either I didn't love him, or I didn't love the movie. I think actually in Gangs of New York, I thought he was pretty good. He was really good in that. I didn't like the movie yeah, at all, yeah. but I thought he was fine. Yeah. Sometimes I don't even you know like him. Right. 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 Um, but anyway, so he's got you know that the, the movie's got that he's going, got against going against it. Him, right? right. He's the star. Yeah. Uh, and he was like the best I've ever seen him. Wow. He, I thought I've heard he people was, say that I too. He was amazing and i don't like him yeah, <laughs> so right. that says a lot so that's yeah, uh that that's does. a degree of difficulty right there trying to convince me but he was Man. so good and i feel like he was playing a character that you know really just was written for him yeah that, oh, yeah, it was that but like but in, i know what in, you mean but like in a better in way a greater <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> right right yeah than just actually writing it for him yeah. like it was uh, it, it's something that he could do so well yeah. and fit him right. and his ability to be, I think, more real somehow, you know, because 
Like, yeah. like I said, I liked him in Last of the Mohicans. A lot of the stuff that he's been in that everybody loves yeah. and uh, everybody thinks is great and he's the greatest actor that's ever lived and whatever. A lot of the stuff that he's in that people love, I watch it and I feel like that's just a guy acting. Right. <laughs> that's, right. I don't, I don't see the guy. It's like watching a play. Right. For me, watching him act most of the time. I don't feel like you're he's like giving me that person. Right. And now I've got that person. I've just got him acting like that person. Right. And it, right. you know, whatever. Anyway. Yeah. Uh all right. So that's my eight. All right. So wow, I'm gonna start I'll go quicker through these, I think, because we're we'll be here for four hours if we don't. Um eight for me is the big sick. But when we get to the top five, it's just going to be We like, always go rat a tat tat Yeah, it's always weird. <laughs> we do more. The Eight for me was The Big Sick, and it was uh, a surprising film in a lot of ways, even though I, I, when I finally saw it, I had heard everything there was to hear about it right. you know, all the way around. So it didn't have intellectually any surprises for me, but how easy and accessible and humorous and thoughtful it was was surprising right, so right. it was it, it's it's like i've been telling everybody when they don't know it or they they think they've seen it on netflix or amazon or whatever it's running i think it's netflix you know i'm like if you liked my big fat greek wedding a decade ago right. you'll love this it's right. the same kind of film that's raunchy in a couple places but still fam- family raunchy you can get away with it but it's nest, just it's right. thoughtful and its thoughtfulness is what really picks it up and carries it. And, and I think know? so. Uh, spoiler: that's not even on my list at all. Yeah. Um, but I li- but I liked it a yeah. lot. Um, but I think going along those lines of like goofy familyness and all this, it but it's got you know it's got like this cultural stuff yeah. that it wants to talk about. And I thought what was really good about the movie is the way that it talks about it. By almost like not talking by about not it. Like right. It just it just it's in a periphery. It's just there. Yeah, it is. Right? It's, yep. it, like if you're really a person, yeah, then it's just there. And it's there. It's not like you walk yep. around with a sign and talking <laughs> yeah. about it all. You, you know, whatever. It's just part of who he is and what he has to deal with. And right. His family and his goofy brother. Like it just happens. Yeah. And him and his brother are like busting each other's balls all the time. <laughs> yeah, and it's, yeah. but it's but they don't kind of overplay it. Right. Even even when they kind of overplay they, it because mom is yeah. is like wacko. She's really <laughs> but it's she's like a sitcom. But it's mom. still just yeah. it's I mean, still that, there it is. Right? It is right but there. It, yep. It's more like you know, stereotypes are stereotypes for right. a reason because she's really like that. And it's yeah, interesting you that, go. you know, and it's interesting that he is the focal point for this in a way that like if some studio had bought it off him and then just whitewashed it, right. you know, the stereotypes that exist in here are reinforced because he's like fulfilling stereotypes because he's a minority and he accepts it, you know, and he's right. like, of course I am. Look at me. I'm Pakistani. Like, what do you want from me? So I'm going to bring Pakistani culture, which is a trope. But it's a trope for a reason. It really happens. And right. here's what happens when you live with tropes. Right. Like it's it's just really it's really clear about what it is. And and it was really fun. Um seven for me is Darkest Hour. And Darkest oh, Hour, cool. Darkest Hour, you know, if you look at seven and ten, which are Dunkirk and Darkest Hour, you'd think that I'm an incredible, you know, English file for everything that's or you know into war or all into war films degree, right yeah. and and i'm not necessarily i just thought that in this y- you get used to the prosthetics immediately and you you know you spend what i do anyway i spent the first like six or seven minutes looking for the cracks in gary oldman's makeup so i'm like the hell <laughs> right. with you that's not him right that's his voice but that's not him 
but you see it in his eyes and you just admire like, okay, they did a great job. You, now you let's watch, see what happens because it can't you be just this. that. You watch this. You watch this and like War of the Worlds and you think maybe it's just CGI. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's, it's just not this. even makeup at all. Right. Uh, you know, it just can't be the makeup. So now let's see, you know, the story is going to be what it is. And strangely, it's, it's an interesting one to punch to suggest to someone if you liked either Dunkirk or Darkest Hour, then see the other. Not necessarily because they <laughs> right. go together, but they do go together because the Battle of Dunkirk They're is a big thing in Darkest Hour. Right. But it's it's the performances, big and little. It's it's the subtle uh, supporting performances in Darkest Hour that I liked almost as much as Gary Oldman, which is hyper. You know, it's hyperbole because his performance is amazing. It's right. almost all Gary Oldman to watch him do this singular thing and to do it so well is astounding you know it's great he makes that movie so so much more than what i thought it was going to be cool so that was my seven uh all right my seven is a ghost story which uh you have not seen not yet but you're i'm about uh, able to to make fun of yep yeah uh it (laughs) is it is the i mean weirdest movie right but it is uh for me it's exactly uh, it, it's bizarrely perfect, and when the movie starts out, it's it's so weird to it's a weird experience to watch it. Yeah. So that's good there's, enough for me, that. anyway, right? Yeah. Um, but so it's Casey Affleck and Rooney Mara, right? And it's the guy who directed Pete's Dragon, mm-hmm. and he directed another movie uh, before that that also had Casey Affleck and Rooney Mara. Um, and I can't remember the name of it. I can't remember the name of it either. I mean, I could look it up. Uh, but but, but it. that that one's really good too. Yeah. Um, but then he, it was so good that you know he got Pete's Dragon. He got to right. make some real movie or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but this one is, you know, kind of back to his uh, older movie. But it's such a weird movie, and uh, Casey Affleck dies fairly early in the movie, mm-hmm. and he's a ghost. And when it happens. It's like bonkers. This movie for me is it's going to be a tough one to recommend to people. This is a movie for me that, you know, like not that long ago, kind of a long time ago, but not that long ago in my list of like top 10 movies of all time was uh, my dinner with Andre. And it's not quite in my top 10 of all time (laughs) anymore. But maybe right. like top fifty. I mean, yeah. but I've seen like a thousand. You've seen movies more movies. Since then, Something so. has to move. Yeah. Um, but I love that movie still. Yeah. And you are hard pressed to get people to watch it. Right. <laughs> Much right. less like it. Consider right. Consider it. Right. It, people will watch it for like twenty minutes. Yeah. And then go. They are actually just going to sit here and have dinner and talk to each other right. for this whole movie. And I'm not watching that, right? right. Yeah, so I got other stuff to do. You got to be like a special person who's yeah. going to put up with that. And this yeah. is a movie sort of like that in a way because it's going to be hard to get people to watch it, right? Right. And so he, d- so I think it's about 15 minutes in or something like that. Uh, Casey Affleck dies. Yeah. And when he dies, he gets up and he's looks like Charlie Brown, uh, <laughs> like right. dressed up on Halloween, right? Right. right. And that's what he really looks like in the movie. It's not like just the poster or something, right? right? He's got a sheet on with the big black eyes. Yep. And then the rest of the movie, we just watch him being a ghost. Right. There's very little talking <laughs> in a long span of the movie. Yeah. 
there's like one big conversation where he's just watching the conversation happen. And it's like, it's people are having dinner. You're really selling me on this. It is, but it's still great. It's a bonkers thing. Mm. And like you were saying, uh, there's a part where Rooney Mara like eats a pie. There's an infamous, like (laughs) even, even before the film came out, everyone was like, let's all talk about the Rooney Mara pie eating thing. And I went, is that like some sexual innuendo? And the article I read was like, (laughs) nope, for like 15 minutes, we watch her just slowly eat a whole pie. Right. She just eats a pie. And that's it. You know? And, uh. And yeah. I and I watched the movie seriously, and it's funny because it is. It's it's going to be hard. It's going to be a hard movie to watch with someone. Yeah, I think because right. I did not right. right. But <laughs> it it's going to be a hard right. movie to get to someone well, else to watch with I you. Can't, I can't get anyone to watch like this leaving, with me. Yeah, right. Uh, but. And, and at the end, it's sort of like there's a payoff at the end. There better be, but. It's kind of like you see the payoff coming, yeah, yeah. but then when it happens, <laughs> it's like still works. Yeah. I mean, it's not it, it, it's not like the butler did it and you didn't know or whatever. It's like uh, a surprise twist it or wouldn't, something like that. But it is the craziest movie, yeah. and and for me, uh, the movie is trying to do something so different. Yeah. And so screwy and hard. It's like my dinner with Andre. It's like right. somebody said, look, it's a, it's two guys having dinner and they just sit there and talk. Right. Who's going to watch? No one's going to watch that either. Yeah. But yeah. Show of hands. <laughs> how, but, pr- how pretentious is it? I, so in a Because a film can a, be good. Weird, if, even if it's pretentious, way, it can be good. Right. In a weird way, here's here, the crazy thing for me is uh, – you can't describe the movie in any way without it seeming <laughs> like it's pretentious. It sounds right? incredibly pretentious. But I think it's non pretentious. It's really genuinely trying think, to do this. I think thing. it's oh, I God. think it's actually oh, not All right. it's sort I'll try of it. it's sort of like uh Killing of Sacred Deer uh-huh. or the lobster. Like you can't describe the lobster to somebody without them going, Oh, this is some art house. I tried I tried to get people to see it. And they looked at me it, right? so weird. Yeah. And you try to describe that movie and it sounds like the most pretentious thing that yeah. anyone's ever done, but you watch it and it's totally not. All right. It's just that's a good that's a good point. It's just a All right. it, it's just like a crazy fairy tale, right? Yeah. And this for me is it's like a ghost story. It's like yeah. trying to make a a fairy tale ghost story right. kind of a thing into a movie. Into a movie. And, yeah. And if you don't like Casey Affleck, you don't actually have to look at him after <laughs> after like the first few yeah, minutes, right? right. Uh, there are like a couple of flashback yeah. scenes actually. That's but funny. anyway. Um so that that it's a movie though, even if you like it, like you might you might watch it and come back and go, yeah, that's zero. That's and, horrible. And I would right. go, I get it. All right. Yeah, I, I mean, get it. Right. No one likes my dinner with Audrey right. either. But <laughs> right. right. Anyway, so uh, that's my seven. That's so, seven. So now, you're am six. I supposed to go? Yeah, you're six? you're up. All right, my six is Coco. Yeah, uh, and probably don't need to talk about that. No. Right, animated movie, Pixar. It's one it's huge uh, one best animated. It had for me. Um, and and I feel like I'm always saying this with Pixar movies, but uh, which is horrible when you see their DVD special features and they tell you how they write all their stories and they're all the <laughs> right, same. Right, everything's right. But it had the coolest story. Yeah, I, I just thought it had such an awesome That's story, cool. especially an awesome story that you're going to you know basically trick kids into watching. Yeah, and getting the story, and uh, and it looked fantastic. 
And there was a lot of fun without, you know, like being silly and goofy and talking down to kids. And, you know, it's like everything Pixar does for me, what's even better than anything Disney generally does anyway, is that I feel like Pixar is just always talking up to kids. Right. And this movie is the same way. So that's my six. Uh, Six for me is Logan. And... It's a weird one because I rated it incredibly high, like you, but it's still a little low in the in the um, in the list. But for all the reasons we've talked about for ages ago, it's it's uh, the kind of superhero film that I think they should have done longer, uh, much much earlier, but also still doing. Uh, I worry a bit that the Guardians of the Galaxy films are tainting these adult right, stories that right, are really right. interesting. I don't want every film to be like Logan, just like I don't want you know every superhero story to be like Christopher Nolan's version of stuff. Sometimes Ant-Man is actually needed. But in this instance, there's a character out there that really needs that. And it was Wolverine. And and you certainly got it. I still, I still remember why it's only nine instead of 10. And that's mostly because of the end. Um, But, but it's, it's a surprisingly solid entry that I found. I thought about a lot, not just because I was a comic book guy, but because I felt like they finally got close to doing a film justice with this guy in this world. Right. So, and doing something that, uh, when I remember I watched it and I thought of Nolan's first Batman, Batman, right. Batman Begins. Begins. Yeah. Cause it made me think of that. Cause I was like, this is a movie that's actually trying to be like what comic books are like. Yeah. Not like what the average person who doesn't read comic books right. thinks comic thinks. books are like. Yeah. Right. Right. That's a big, but yeah, I really like that one too. Yeah. Okay, so that's your six. That was my six. What's your five? Um, did you do six? Yeah, you did. Uh, five for me, this is where I probably start losing you. Um, five for me was Molly's Game. I liked, wow. I liked Molly's Game so much and it it had all the things for me that, were, that I'm just a sucker for in films. Aaron Sorkin's enough. I don't care right. if it's about alpaca farming. You know, if Aaron Sorkin's writing it, I'm I'm there. But it's about poker. It's got a legal thing. It's got all these interesting characters. It just, for me, it resonated. And I wound up thinking a lot about the scenes that were in there, mostly because of Idris Elba. And yeah. it was it was in some small way, though I didn't hold the film accountable for it. It was a really good redemption for him um, for The Dark Tower which is, is <laughs> right, an incredibly right. weird bleak spot on his 2017. But the chemistry he and Jessica Chastain had in every single scene and his delivery, his important you know sort of monologue later in the film is absolutely still kind of like, I, I, I would watch those scenes again if I had it you know fired up. Right. And, and it, again, like I prefaced earlier, you know, the film has to kind of stick with me a bit. And Molly's game managed to do that. I, yeah. I thought about Molly's game a lot. So that was five. And I didn't like it uh, nearly as much as you, but it's still, for me, it's kind of somewhere in the space of like Atomic Blonde. Like I Mm -hmm. didn't like a lot of things about it, but it was a lot of fun. And yeah, right. I mean, yeah, you didn't didn't hate it. it, No, you didn't hate it. You and it has lots of good. It's an easy movie, I think, to recommend to people who aren't going to think of it. Right, who I aren't yeah. going to go. I have to go see that. Right, you know, and it's weird. And there are certain surprised. people. Christopher Nolan's one. Denny Villeneuve is another. It, it, for people who older than I that used to just, you know, carry water for like Woody Allen. You know, I mean Spiel, Spielberg's <laughs> right. another one. It, Aaron Sorkin's a guy when he does something, I'm like, I don't care what it is. Right. I'm gonna go check that out, and I'm probably gonna love it. Right. I'm gonna be more surprised if I hate it than I would be that I loved it. Right. So right. 
Okay, that's five. Uh, for so me. that's five. My five <clears throat> is uh, the Meyerowitz stories. The uh, Noah I almost watched that. Movie. I almost watched that last and, night. Uh, I wondered if you had watched that because I haven't seen it yet. I want to see it on Netflix. Yeah, I want to see it this week. Um, and it's so, uh, it's, I wanted to see it cause I thought it would make my list. It, it's so funny for me. It's, uh, I'm the same way. Like you were just saying, you know, it's Noah Baumbach. Right. I, that's a slow. I really like yeah, it everything matter. he does. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's really good and it's so weird. Uh, it's such a weird movie in so many ways. There's so many things that happen in the movie and then like meta things like Adam Sandler's really good in it. Right. Right. <laughs> That's a weird, That's thing a weird right thing there. Right. Especially, uh, since when I first heard he was in the movie, mm-hmm. I was like, Oh my God, what's going on? Like right. you got a movie with, uh, Ben Stiller. I don't think I've seen anything that I didn't like Ben Stiller in. Yeah. And I've really liked him in a lot of things. So yeah. Ben Stiller's in it. It's Noah Baumbach. I've, you know, right. I'm in. How hard right? is that? Yeah. And then Adam Sandler's in it. And I'm right. like, what are you doing to me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. Like right. the, you know, you just put Kevin James in. But it's the good Adam again. Sandler. It's yeah, not it like, is. it's not it's, the water it's boy. It's so weird because I don't know who Adam Sandler owes money to <clears> that <throat> he is making all these really horrible movies. Yeah. But he used to be in. Yeah. You know, stuff like Punch Drunk Love, where he was great in that. And now he is, you know, kind of, I I don't know, back to that at least a fair amount. But this movie had me basically at conversations. And that's a big thing for me. But the conversations that happen in this movie are just awesome. There are a lot of times in this movie, and it's cool that it's like a Netflix release, right? And so everyone is... Seeing it on Netflix and not in theaters. Right. Because there are so many things that happen in this movie that I'm like, I'm gonna watch that scene again. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> let, then, me just, let me just let me just go back a couple minutes. And yeah. Was, that's cool. Great. That's right. awesome. So that's my five. And right. then four. Uh, my four. Yep. My four is the killing of a sacred deer. Yeah. And I would say, since you haven't seen Dogtooth, um th- you know, the weird thing about him too is that uh you get a general like craziness mm-hmm. idea from him, right? I right. mean, the lobster is crazy, yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. And he makes another movie, and it's pretty crazy, yeah. Right, a dog tooth is really crazy, right? Yeah. Um, but his movies are so different too, yeah. That it, it's not like you can just say, "Oh, look, another no one." Bombback movie or another, right. another Yothos film, movie, right? right? It's yeah, like right. it's another craziness. Yeah. So who knows? It's uh, it's almost like Philip K. Dick. You know, it's like another Philip K. Dick story. Well, it'll probably be good, but is it in any way related? That right. I can you know you, whatever. Right. Um. So anyway, the only reason that I mentioned that is because you haven't seen Dogtooth yet. Yeah. And uh, for me, I like the lobster the best. So far, I've liked the lobster out of both. And of these. I like this the next best. Oh, yeah, okay. And then Dogtooth. Yep. But even making that list is... <laughs> See is, how easy that was? Like that was fun. Of, that's yeah. a kind of crazy thing that's in weird. itself because they're so different from yeah. each other. It's not like you can really hold this up to the lobster and go, um, I compare them to each other in all these ways yeah, or something. Like, they're just 
they're they're bonkersly different from each other as much as they are from everything else. Right. right. They're right. They're a crazy kind of different from everything you've ever seen. Like yeah. the lobster is like no movie you've ever seen before. Really? It's but it's also yeah. it's also like no other movie of his. Right. Because That's they're just they're they're like that. Lanthimos is kind of like the guy I wish M. Knight had become. Like he's yeah. got such a strange his world is so identifiable and then there's just one thing that's off but it's it's huge and the plot rests on this very weird thing and I'm like I remember talking to someone about the lobster. They watched it and they came back. They loved it and they're like, "Wouldn't that? Wouldn't that a great world?" And I'm like, "I don't want to live in that world. Right. I love watching it. Right. I love and, living. And the, I love like and the thing that's awesome about him is in his stories, and it's it's the same in Dogtooth, but in the like in the lobster, mm-hmm. uh, the the world is like bonkers, right? Yeah, um, everything is crazy, and 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 then all of a sudden, it, like it's not that different." Except that you turn into animals, yeah. but then there are these people who live outside <laughs> right. the world who don't have sex. But how did we get in this hotel in the first place? Like it's yeah. it's sci-fi, like to a degree that like sci-fi writers would go, you can't do all you can't those do things. that. You yeah, you gotta have pick, pick six, but you, you can't have tell, twelve. Like a story, yeah. build a. It, it's like anti-world building. <laughs> yeah, right? it's like my world. And I feel like he's like. I just itself. feel like he's like. And, oh yeah, <laughs> right. I'm not even done. Right, like hang on, there'll yeah. be even more. That's uh, funny. Anyway, I That's I great. really like this one, and it's weirdly his sanest kind of world in a yeah. way. Yeah, right? it's. There isn't like really crazy, crazy. Right. It's just that it's it's still crazy. It's still crazy, but, <laughs> but the world is not crazy. The situation is weird. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, and it's interesting. I uh, I kind of just like sank into this one. Yeah. And the longer I watched it, the more I liked yeah. it, and the more I was like, you know, everything shut up. <laughs> it was it was really interesting because I just was like I am so invested in finding out just what the hell happens in five minutes right and five minutes always you know new five minutes every five minutes right, so right. It, it, it had was, a great gravity to it yeah. yeah and and it it's 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 weirdly like addictive almost it, strangely right? addictive it's, it's if like, it doesn't repel you in the first twenty five minutes right you're not going right, anywhere right. like I agree yeah all right so that's um, uh, four and so, we probably got to like. Wrap this Pick up. it up. I a imagine bit. that the last few we're not going to need to talk. This is going to be pretty much. easy. Anyway, uh, so. four for me is Itanya, and I oh. Itanya for me was a lot like Molly's game, except I I wound up thinking about it a little bit more and being amused at it and enjoying <laughs> the hell out of it. I had such a blast with wanting it, wanting to watch it three or four. I, more I times. had. I would probably watch it again. I, I might try to see. I've tried to see if uh, my girlfriend would want to watch it, and it's. I mean, trying to get her to watch anything like right. ghost story right. isn't going to happen. She's not going to watch <laughs> people not do anything. Right, She'd rather right. go do something to not do nothing. But, but trying to get uh, her to get into it with all the interesting hooks that I try to lay, you know, traps for her about, and she's not taking it yet. But I, I, I thought I Tanya was really fun, really, really great, and I had a blast with it. Even though, again, <coughs> the rating of it wasn't as high as maybe someone would think. You know, four, but that's the way it's going to be with right. the rest of on my list. So, all right, uh, that's four. Three, three for me is three billboards uh, outside Ebbing. Yeah. And uh, again, I love the film. I think it's got a terrible flaw with Sam Rockwell that actually hurts the film and keeps it from being a 10. Um, right. Almost solely keeps it from being a 10. But I'll be damned if it isn't great all the way through. And, you know, all the awards and notoriety and buzz it's getting doesn't surprise me at all. Right. 
Okay, so that was your three. Yep. My three is the square. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> which we've already talked about. And uh, it's <clears throat> it's really bonkers. It's awesome. Uh, foreign movie because a lot of it's in English. Yeah. So, yeah right. <laughs> so, uh, right. That's so awesome. So people might watch it. Yeah. Uh, Elizabeth Moss is in it. If you uh, if you go watch some of the trailers of it, there are some great parts. It yeah. shows some great scenes. Um, it, it revolves around uh, this guy who is the like curator or head boss guy of a museum or whatever that's yeah. a modern art museum, and they have this new installation uh, called the Square, where it's basically just a light rope in a square on the <laughs> ground, and it's art, right? And right. there's like a, it has a, something that it says, and then there's this whole thing with um, <clears throat> trying to uh, promote the installation, the yeah. museum <clears throat> itself, and then it's like his uh, his wacky life and uh, sleeping around and sure. whatever. And he uh, sleeps with Elizabeth Moss. And then there's a scene that you see in the trailer where she, like, says, oh, yeah, what's my name? Like, they've already slept together. Right. And uh, and he just, like, stares at her. And she, like, goes through, like, all these various <laughs> facial expressions at him right. when he's not saying her name. Right, right, <laughs> right? yeah. And, and that's not <laughs> even close to, like, the funniest right. thing that sounds in cool. the movie, yeah. right? And the movie famously already has like this uh, 12 minute scene of this dinner party <laughs> and a guy is pretending to be an ape right he's he's right. Like, this is just, where all the stills are it, coming from it's yeah it's like the it, it, it's like his performance art or whatever is he just acts like an ape yeah and they give you this introduction over the loudspeaker and it's like you know don't look at the beast or right, you know right. what whatever if you just don't draw his attention. Sure. Don't look at the And this guy eye. just comes in and it's like you really just let an ape in the room. Like the guy <laughs> right. just goes around the room and he's jumping on the tables and he's destroying things and he's right. making ape noises and stuff. And and uh the people making the movie did not know what was gonna happen. Oh, that's cool. Okay. So, <laughs> so, All right. That's cool. So it turns out to be like this whole completely crazy yeah but it's awesome that is cool Um, but anyway the whole movie is uh really cool and it's uh basically just completely making fun of yeah modern things like yeah itself and all the people involved in it and it's hilarious that's a riot all right so Uh, you've done three already yeah you're number two two yeah all right my two is three billboards yeah and uh that's surprising and i didn't even like rate this movie that high at the beginning. I mean, I gave it a fairly You gave it an 8 rating, yeah. right? Yep. Uh, but this movie more than probably any movie in a long time. Uh I just keep thinking about Me it. Me too. And I just keep thinking about stuff that happens in it. And I keep thinking, you know, when uh, when we rate movies, we are constantly rating movies like a 7 yeah. or something and then going uh here's <sighs> how this could have been better yeah <laughs> and right. i keep thinking about it and going ah oh, but i really love that yeah and even the parts that i don't love like there are some parts with sam rockwell and i'm like well but i don't know what would i have done or right i would have not had sam rockwell uh his character be quite as loony sociopathically loony. <laughs> right right yeah. uh, i would have done that a he's got to be yeah but in like a scene by scene basis uh, there's so much of it 
And Francis McDormand is so crazy good in it. Yep. Uh, and is is so exactly that person. And I think at the end of the day, what I loved the most about it that made it so high for me was uh, her relationship with Woody Harrelson's character. Yeah. Like their whole relationship yeah. throughout the whole movie. I just thought that was so awesome to see yeah. done well yeah. and done in a way that's not kind of like throwaway. Like you might Everything's see a important. similar thing yeah, yeah. Uh, in yep. another movie, but they'd go, I mean, you get it. Dude, it's when they're this. talking and he he spits blood on her and she yeah, stops, right. she's shocked. He's shocked. He's embarrassed. He's mortified. He's like, oh my God, I'm dying. Right. She has all those same things. And when she stands up and says, oh baby... Right, and it's it, it's a consolation and a comfort. I know all their lives. Right, like I know every moment of history that led them to this moment of confrontation, and, and it, I believe and it's it. Basically, and like, it's done in one line. It's it, just like oh, and, and I'm it, like holy and it's basically shit! Like uh, yeah, all families. Yeah, yeah, it is <laughs> all in like one scene. It's it like, is. It's look, amazing. We're fighting. We're pissed at each other. Right. I'm about to punch you in the. I'm face, really gonna drill right? you in the face. Yeah. And oh, then, wait. And then all of a sudden... Wait, you need a hug. Right. I got to get you something. <laughs> right, right. Hold on. We'll yeah. pick this up in an so hour. so crazy. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, anyway, so that's my uh, two. So two, two. Two for me is the solution to three, three billboards. Like what you just said, and very quickly, I don't know how to fix Sam Rockwell without really adjusting a lot of stuff. The problem that I had with my number two, which is The Shape of Water, is I think I could fix the two big problems that I have with the film by just editing. I think I can take out right. the Michael Shannon problem and the weird we got to waste time because we can't get him into the water of New Jersey problem when we're surrounded by water. Right. All you do is slice a little bit of that movie up, and I think that this movie elevates to like nine or ten. Yeah, I, I thought about The Shape of Water as much, if not just slightly more than Three Billboards. And I, there's so many things. Guillermo del Toro is Aaron Sorkin, Christopher Nolan, Steven Spielberg for me. Like, I don't care what he does. I'm going to watch it. And most right. of the time, I'm going to really love it. So that yeah. was number two for me. Well, all right. I didn't um, get that much out of that one. But. Number number one for me is a bit of a surprise uh, in some ways. It's Lady Bird. Wow. And, and Lady Bird. a huge surprise. Lady Bird for me was a film that I found I thought about more than I really imagined. And I believed for a long time that the first four films, I, Tanya, Three Billboards, The Shape of Water, and Lady Bird could be interchangeable. I'm still not sold that that's not true. I think if I did this list next week, I might have Three Billboards as one. It, it I, Tanya is two. Right, right. Like those four films for me are absolutely within a millimeter apart from each other. Right. But- when I look at it, I don't have any problems with Lady Bird except one scene, and it's a flighty, quick, like, 30-second scene that bugs me that I wish they had just redone, but the rest of it is absolutely top-notch. Right. Like, there's no problem and no fault in that at all. And uh, So that was my number it's one. It's my turn, and that's obviously probably my number one, too. Is that, yeah. I'm I'm actually pretty surprised that it's your number one. It's, yeah. It's <clears throat> a little bit, even though we come pretty close in our ratings a lot a of the lot. time, but Lady Bird is sort of a little more me. It's more than it, you than, than me. You, yeah. I'm more Fury Road and Shape of Water and I Tanya. Like I want something kind of goofy and and amplified. And you're more Dinner with Andre, right? But in this, <laughs> when I look at it and I look at it honestly and genuinely, it, I, I can't say that I rated a film higher this year. You right. know that was as consistent throughout. If it's 90 minutes, I like 
88 of them solidly <laughs> right. you know there's and other films on my list as much as I love them I can't say that about and, them and so much of it and w- when I reviewed the movie I said this and I keep saying it and every time somebody asked me uh, about the movie and this is another one this one and Dunkirk and yeah. The Post <laughs> and The Shape of Water are the movies that everyone has asked me about Yeah, uh, right. a lot of the other movies that we mentioned you know people have asked me about but those four, everybody, you know, asked me about all the time. Yeah. And this movie, uh, I, like, I can't stop coming back to uh, the fact that w- my big thing with this movie is I know why I was watching what I was watching every second every of the movie. Every moment of it, yeah. And that has, uh, as odd as it sounds, yeah. even to me saying, that has almost never happened before. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's every so Every single thing that happened, I know why I'm watching it. Even when I might not agree with it exactly, right, but it right. was absolutely purposeful. And to a certain extent, Three Billboards might sort of come close to that. Yeah, but I, I agree. thought I thought it Three wavers. Billboards had a little bit of... Yeah, there's uh, a flexibility to that mess one. ...mess to some of it yeah. or whatever. But and it's close. Uh, with Lady Bird, the only thing I didn't like about it, I'm not even sure what the scene is that you're talking about, but the only thing I didn't like about it was uh, the way that we kind of worked through her best friend yeah and the right. whole leaving. i remember that i, I remember was like that. that's you know i've been there before yeah and the rest of the movie had was such a different thing i yeah. thought than that part than, yeah than going down that road um but i mean other than not liking that i still everything that happened i'm like oh my god yeah <laughs> it makes me want to go back and see all the stuff that greta and noah did because right. now i understand what she contributed before right. sexist or not. I just assumed it was more collaborative or more Noah because it was his films. Right Now I know what her voice is because she wrote this and I get it. I know she's more responsible for the stuff in those other films. Right. You know, the scene for me real quick is where she and her mother near the, near the middle end, uh, near the end middle, uh, they have this discussion where Laurie Metcalf is just doing dishes and, Sersha is like screaming at herself in her mother's voice. Like, I know I'm not good enough. I know I'm not pretty enough. I know. And it felt to me like that scene was done on day one when they didn't know their characters because it's so out of place and it doesn't feel like everything else. Like everything else. And I I think that's a good scene for what they want to do, but I think it's absolutely bad. I don't like that scene at all. Like, I, I think that's a mistake to have that in the film the way that they filmed it. Um, and it's so glaring to me to remember it and to be like, that sucks. Um, but in an otherwise perfect run, right? that's, I mean, that's okay. That That's only a 40 second scene, maybe a minute long, but it's important to the scene and to the characters. I just didn't like that. Right. But anyway. All right. That's our list. It's and, rare that uh, we actually have the same, uh, it, we have the same, really, sometimes really our, we have five films that overlap, but I think that's, I think we've done it before, but it's not often we have the same film. Right. Um, that's cool. Yeah. Even to have uh, a whole lot of the same films in the top in the 10 same, anywhere yeah. right. is, eh, I don't know if it's, it's rare. It's not rare, but, but it's, it's hard because you see so many more and consider more. But um, yeah. All right. Uh, our, so that's our list. Uh, thanks for tuning in. We've already gone uh, way over, over our time. So uh, thanks for making it to the end, yeah. even though you probably knew what my favorite movie was going to be. <laughs> anyway, yeah, maybe right. people were surprised uh, by you. But. Uh, next week, 
is our worst of the year the list. Worst. So everyone that should be uh, wants to tune in for that. Yeah. And depending on what <laughs> we get around to, we may actually just cover a couple movies yeah. in there because the worst of the year does not <laughs> lend itself to quite as much babbling right. about movies. Oh, I love it. <laughs> but anyway, uh, thanks for tuning in, and we'll yeah. see you next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Hey, listeners. On behalf of myself and Shane Leonard, we want to thank you for tuning in once again. The Are You Screening podcast is brought to you by areyouscreening.com and a lot of wonderful people who help us out. Surf over to areyouscreening.podbean.com or areyouscreening.com to find out how you can become one of them. All music used in our podcast is courtesy Andrew Lord. Once again, please, please, please subscribe, rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes, and otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. Good night.